0: Greetings, my fellow Americans. It is January 19th, 2024, approximately noon, U.S. Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., and now I remember why I don't live in D.C. It's because it is cold, snowy, and miserable, and gloomy, and um I was living in Hawaii a couple years ago, and I am originally from Chicago, and it is miserable there, and And unfortunately, I'm in D.C. because of this is where all the action is, and, um, you know, I don't know. It is, and I remember, because I've worked here um, throughout my career, so I would come here uh but when you're working and traveling you don't really see what really is going on in the state that you're in right because you're working all the time you're not really gallivanting around and being like a like a local so i forgot how miserable dc is but miserable uh it is dc is a horrible place it is terrible in the summer because they uh, just mosquitoes everywhere and it's it's just hot and it, the summers are terrible. You can't even sit outside because the mosquitoes eat you alive. And in the winter, it's as cold as Chicago. I mean, it's and it's a it's like a a, a moist cold, so it's really cold. Um, and um, that is how the weather is today. So I thought I'd share that with you. So um, I haven't made a session because I've been waiting for. Um, U.S. appeals court to come out with their decision regarding um, the 45th president um, plea for absolute immunity. And I'm going to jump into that, but first I want to talk about um, where I was during the week. And there was a lot going on on Capitol Hill. I happened to attend a, a committee hearing uh, for um, the VA, and it was called the Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigation hearing for the Veterans Administration. And the name of the hearing was called "VA Revolving Funds: Are Veterans Being Shortchanged?" So that piqued my interest, and I really wanted to participate. and I wish I wouldn't have gone because um, it was a shit show, okay? And I got there at about 2 p.m. I was afraid that I was gonna be late, so I kind of rushed to get there. I was running around different buildings, um, and I I was at the, uh, at one of the Senate or, what was it, the Senate or the House building, where um, uh, representative Goldman was giving his um, his statement about about what is going on with um, with the Republican Party. And the latest from that con- I'm not even gonna say her name because she's a fucking idiot. and she was the one who was saying that the january sixth insurrectionists are hostages and like i said i'm not going to say her name because i think that just gives it more fuel and um but he was basically saying that he wants to hold her in contempt in the house um that she should not be allowed to uh do that and and i was really excited to see mr goldman i have never seen him in person so i was just um you know um I was impressed, and he's a, you know, if, if we need anyone to be the next president, I really think he should be a president or a vice president candidate, because he um, is um, very impressive, and I don't know, I thought he was taller, um, but I'm kind of tall, so maybe he is tall and, cons, you know, considering, but uh, I've always liked him, I, I like what he says, I like what he believes, and... Um, and he was kind of nailing this bitch to the cross because she, as a, as, as a federal employee, is um, breaking her oath of office. She's derelict of duty, and she is not abiding by the Constitution by, by not supporting it, right? She is what we call a domestic terrorist or enemy. She's a domestic enemy. Foreign or domestic. So if she is plotting um, and aiding and abetting um, criminals, I would venture to say that she is what we would identify as a, as a, sorry about that, as a um, domestic enemy. And she continues to go out there. She's from New York. And um, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. But I wanna talk about this committee and the um, what the, what is happening at the VA. And I'm gonna quickly get through this because I've got a lot of things to cover. So it was called VA Revolving Funds. And really what the committee is doing is kind of holding the Veterans Administration accountable for their practices. And their practices, like I always say, are questionable because what they're doing is they are hiring third-party companies whatever they may be whether they're providing um, health care uh, assistance to veterans or they're sell trying to sell us garbage online th- this is done through the va and the funds are monitored somewhat so i found out th- that this that the va through this oversight committee and the VA that they, um, that they have like $500 million um, surplus and they sit on that money. So essentially what they do is through profits, they make money for these third parties and you know who loses are the veterans because what they do is they skimp on the services that they provide to the veterans because it's all about profit it always is it always will be until these um the va the vha and the vba and the veterans hospitals are held accountable for what they do see because they outsource everything and that's really what the subcommittee was doing they were identifying the money that they, um, that they, um, that they use, um, to fund these different services. And then, and then all of us as veterans lose because they are basically taking the money out of our, um, services that they provide to give back to these third party companies that they hire. And the, um, the lead of that is representative kiggins k-i-g-g-a-n-s and i think she's a republican and there were a bunch of you know it's a subcommittee so they have republicans they have democrats and they try to argue their case and the alarming part was what they were trying to understand was why are you profiting so much and where is that money going because they don't know where it's going so here you have, you know, it's funny, I got there at 2 o'clock p.m. That is when the committee was supposed to start. Kiggins didn't show up until 2.45. So she had everybody waiting there for 45 minutes, and they all roll in. They're all not veterans, okay? There was there was one guy who I overheard, he was an Army veteran. I don't remember his name, and it's it's irrelevant. But... He was the only veteran that I can tell because the rest of them were just civilians. They were merchants, like people who provide, uh, you know, they sell like flags or they sell ear, uh, hearing aids or they provide, you know, uh, prosthetics or, you know, those types of companies. And everybody's making a profit. (laughs) And they were trying to understand what, what are you doing with 500 million dollar surplus and everybody and then they're like well the, the word flexible was being thrown around a great deal so essentially what the va is doing is they are outsourcing to third parties making a profit and everybody is winning and the v, the veterans are the ones losing out and this is my argument is that the va continues to outsource everything Because as an administrator, you may be a civilian, because the majority of them are. They don't care about the service that they're giving to the veterans, displayed by their tardiness of being late 45 minutes to a meeting. I, when all the senators and congressmen came into the committee meeting, it's a big room, okay? So you have the VA employees um, who are... They're hacks and they're like, you know, like managers, supervisors, whatever. And they're all chit-chatting. They're like, oh, I'm from Austin and I'm from here and I'm from there. I'm like, these assholes flew in on the American dime and they're all fat. And then I overheard a representative who I'm not going to give him, I'm not going to blast him online, but I overheard him say, but I'm going to write um Senator Kiggins a nasty gram next week. And I want to I want her to explain why that Senator or Congressman said that he is surprised that there are no funny hats in the audience. Okay? And what does that mean? And what did he mean by that? Well I'll tell you what he meant by that. He means that there are no military people in the audience because we're not wearing funny hats. Okay? So this is the level of disrespect. Not only are they late, 45 minutes, but they don't even acknowledge the only veteran who was me sitting in the audience, just watching all this go down. And then they don't—they ha- don't understand um, why the VA doesn't um, operate efficiently because they don't care. That was what I my takeaway from that subcommittee. They don't give a fuck about veterans because they're all in on the take, displayed by their tardiness, displayed by their surplus and everybody kind of laughs about it. oh really 500 million dollars 500 million dollars will buy a lot of um, prosthetics for for veterans who are missing their arms and legs and um, and and the reason why 23 veterans are killing themselves every day because we have the VA, employees, administrators, managers, and supervisors making money while they're contracting, outsourcing the services that they're supposed to be providing to the veterans. It's it's as dirty as dirty can be. And then you have a congressman come in and, and make an insult to the military, active, obviously, by saying that, where are all the funny hats? While he walks in, Fat as a motherfucker, his stomach is sticking out, he can't even button his suit, he looks disheveled, he looked like he had a hangover, beard, fat, and stupid. Okay? But yet he has the fucking audacity to insult veterans or active military saying, Where are all the funny hats? And I heard him. I was like, Well, they didn't know who I was because none of them even attempted to introduce themselves to the only veteran in the room. And this is the problem, ladies and gentlemen, because you have a bunch of civilians running these committees who don't have any stake in the game. It's as if I was trying to explain to a Mongolian what it's like to be Mongolian. I'm not a Mongolian, I'm not from Mongolia. So how can I tell a Mongolian what it's like to be from Mongolia? This is the main problem that we have with the V.A. Okay, so Donald Trump has been a very, very bad boy. And if you haven't been paying attention, the rapist is uh, being held accountable for slandering and uh, basically uh, raping uh, a poor woman in a New York uh, department store. And you know this gets me to and I kind of thought of this earlier today that's really who the GOP Mag cult party are they're rapists, and Donald Trump is the apex or the um, leader of that cult of rapists because they continue to rape America and it goes all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States because. They are all, The Supreme Court of the United States is hearing a case right now. You may or may not have heard of it. It's Chevron. Um, and uh, it's a case about the fishermen on the East Coast, that they're complaining that they have to pay a service fee for stealing all our fish and, and what have you. So right now, the Supreme Court is obviously... Um, tilted on the Republican side, and they uh, have always sided with corporate America and their profits over the lives and livelihood of the Americans, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what the Supreme Court is supposed to ensure, that the laws align with the American people. And the reason that uh, America is in the shitter at the current Um, and present moment is because the Republican party has been allowed to infiltrate all the way to the Supreme court. And Clarence Thomas has been the, um, the uh, enabler of that process this long. Okay. And this is not me saying this, this is facts and evidence. And, and the reason that Americans are out on the streets robbing, stealing, and shooting each other is because they don't have what they need, okay And I'm sick and tired of hearing about, oh, you know, lowest unemployment and and you know everything is okay, no, everything is not okay, okay and And this is the raping of America, the raping of resources that the haves have taken away from the have-nots. And Donald Trump is a perfect um, example of that. I mean, he's been accused of rape, okay? And that's their fearless leader. So whether you want to um, say that the GOP MAGA cult are rapists of a human or they're rapists of our country, it's the same difference and I had to actually look up the definition of what a rapist is. And you can look at it many different ways. One is Donald Trump, or the ravishment, the plunder, or the despoil, okay? And a perfect sentence of what raping is, is the logging operation raped a wide tract of forest without regard for the environmental impact of their harvesting practices. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is a perfect example of what happens when you are allowed to continue to rape a nation with no regard of what um, of of the resources or or what um, or what a a country is supposed to um, adhere to. And if you allow a rapist to continue to rape a person or a thing, you still get the same results. It's unfortunate, but that is um, that is the case. I, 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 and I, believe me, it gives me no pleasure to accuse the 45th president of being a rapist, but he did it, okay? And I just heard today that they were hiding, because he wouldn't provide his DNA evidence, and they've got the Monica Lewinsky dress with his jizz all over it, but he didn't provide the DNA evidence uh, in time, so therefore it wasn't allowed to be um, presented in court. And another reminder about the rapist that is allowed to continue to rape America is him on the daily slandering this 80-year-old woman saying that it's a hoax, okay? It's not a hoax. He did it. But yet we're being brainwashed to think that his behavior is the lead narrative of what's going on in America. What is happening is their fearless leader, the rapist, is allowing the GOP MAGA cult party to continue to rape this nation. And that is the bottom line, and I love to uh hear about how he says that Eugene Carroll is a hoax, and that he never met her, but yet he remembers and even identified her as his ex wife in a photo when presented to him so and it and it's not like we're accusing. Um, Abraham Lincoln of being a rapist, okay? We are accusing or the courts have found that the rapist um, who is on recording saying that that he is allowed to grab women by their pussy because he is a, a superstar and that they've been doing it for millions of years. So is it a stretch, fortunately or unfortunately? So is it a stretch to think that he didn't do it or did do it? And I love the way in his latest posting he was like, oh, it supposedly happened in a department store where there was a cash register nearby. Okay, why would he say that? Because if you've ever been to Bergdorf Goodman in New York City, and I've been in that store, the one he's talking about, Bergdorf Goodman is not like going into Target, okay? Bergdorf Goodman is like going into someone's house and you're there by yourself because nobody else can afford the products that are in that store. And if you've ever been in a fitting room in Bergdorf Goodman in the women's section, and it's like the most, it's like a funeral home. No one's there, because nobody can afford their clothes and their merchandise. So you're kind of like there by yourself. So is it a stretch to think that Donald Trump didn't drag that woman into a fitting room where when you do go into a fitting room in Bergdorf Goodman, they give you champagne or they give you wine and it's like your living room and it's like private and no one's around because no one is around. So what he's trying to get you to think is that Bergdorf Goodman is like walking into a Walmart. It's not. Bergdorf Goodman is like walking into a Bergdorf Goodman where it's a private environment. Nobody is around. So of course, he was able to lure that rape victim into the fitting room where he raped her. (laughs) And, And... Donald Trump is the apex of the GOP, the grand old party, Republican Party, and how they continue to rape this nation through their super PACs, their lobbyists, and the corporate America, all the way to the Supreme Court, where they are now hearing a case called Chevron, where they are now going to take away regulatory rights because it is not good for the profits of corporate America. And then you can ask yourself, why are people shooting each other at will on the streets and America's in the shitter? Is because the rapists have been allowed to rape America and tear down everything in, its, in their wake so that we are where we are. <laughs> it's fucking diabolical. It really is. And then people who oppose it sound crazy. You, I realize I sound like a madman. I realize that. I get that. But I'm also a veteran who fought for this country in a war and was wounded during a war. And and I am fighting for Americans. I'm not fighting for Democrats. I'm not fighting for Republicans. I'm fighting for the rights of all everyday American, working Americans who get up in the morning and have to endure the frigid cold and go to a job that they can't stand that is, um, you know, every day they don't know if they're going to be thrown out on their um, ass because corporate America has pushed their employees to the limit so that they are doing more with less. And that's where we are in American history. And now we have a rapist all the way to the Supreme Court and even in the halls of Congress, where they are continuing, continuing the rape of America through what they do. And that is the cult Party. And the thing that we forget through all this bluster and all this media attention that the, the syphilis-inflicted clown um, is that he lost the fucking election. Okay, let's not forget that. The game show host lost the election. But yet through changing the narrative and wagging the tail that wags the dog, and through Fox News, Twatter, and Fuckbook, and through his social media website, they continue to brainwash Americans into thinking that it isn't about him losing the election because he lost. It's about us not cooperating with the sore losers. (sighs) Okay, so in a recent quote from Donald J. Trump, the 45th traitor in chief he says, a president of the United States must have full immunity without which it would be impossible for him or her to properly function. Any mistake, even well intended, would be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at terms end. Even events that cross the line, I'm gonna say that again, even events that cross the line must fall under total immunity or it will be years of trauma trying to determine good from bad. Okay, so uh, he's wrong. And he doesn't understand what he's fucking talking about because his brain is infected. Okay. And you want to talk about infection? He's infected. I don't know what he's infected with, but like I said early on in this podcast, he needs to be detained and he needs to be medically examined all the way from his brain. to his body and and what is going through his veins so that we can understand the level of infection that this person has because the courts are allowing this infection to run around infecting other people and that is the problem unfortunately we're allowed because of our rights and our freedoms and our um our freedom of speech and and through other various freedoms that we and uh, joy, that he's allowed to infect the brains of his allies. It's, it's sick. It's diabolical, but it's sick. Okay, so the problem with that statement and quote from the 45th president um, is that um, he just incriminated himself once again because he projects everything right? Just like he says that the E. Jean Carroll rape accusation is a hoax. Just like he says the Russian hoax. Like he says the election interference hoax. This is, if I have to hear that fucking game show host say that this is election interference, he shouldn't even be a candidate. But because the media is so incompetent, they continue to prop him up for ratings and for clicks and for profit. They're dragging this, raping this nation and continue to rape this nation. It's sick, but it's true. Okay. So um, one of his allies is Nikki Haley. And I don't really talk about her because she's irrelevant. But, you know, Her real name, I didn't know this, her real name is Nimrata Randawawa. And Trump calls her bird brain, and he calls her a Nimrod. And that's really what she is. She's a Nimrod, and she is a bird brain, and she is an immigrant child. Her parents are from India. They came here uh, through some sort of immigration program, and the U.S. educated her, and now she's trying to be president of the United States. And she can't answer the question, which I believe happened last week during the um, debate, um, or right before the debate, about what the Civil War was about. She couldn't answer that question. And, And people are like trying to explain, well, oh, you know, she was trying to answer it politically. No, because she didn't know the fucking answer. She's from India. Her parents are from India. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but trust me, civil um, war history was not being discussed at the um, Nimrata-Randhawa dinner table. Okay? I'm sure it wasn't. And I know I sound crazy, but I'm more than positive that uh, civil war history was not being discussed at the Randhawa Dinner table. I'm sure the discussion, because I know a lot of Indians, and I love the Indian culture, don't get me wrong, but when you want to be the President of the United States, you don't get to be um, clueless about American history, and then act as if we're the crazy ones. Because your parents were living in a slum in India 50 years ago, and they decided to come here, spit you out, and then... Have you run for the Republican Mega Cult Party and then act as if we're um being racist because we don't want a Indian um twice removed from India telling us how to run our lives. It's fucking insane, and that's the problem. Okay. So Trump's lawyers latest quote is and this this is their argument about um what is going on in Colorado because of the um the removal of Trump's name on the ballot and this is what the uh, lawyers for Trump are saying and I quote they threaten to disenfranchise tens of millions of Americans and promise to unleash chaos and bedlam if other state courts and state officials follow Colorado's lead and exclude the likely Republican presidential nominee from their ballots. Okay? Like I said, rapists. They continue to rape this country through legal briefs and propaganda saying that it's going to disenfranchise tens of millions of Americans. No, what is going to happen is that you're disenfranchising millions of insurrectionists who have decided to become anti-American and do away with the U.S. Constitution. That's what's happening, okay? goes on to say that Trump has not engaged in insurrection. In fact, the opposite is true. As President Trump repeatedly called for peace, patriotism, and the law and order, the lawyers said in the legal brief, to the Supreme Court of the United States. And we're all sitting back, sitting on our hands, waiting for the corrupt Supreme Court to make a decision whether a traitor, a treasonous traitor, ex-president, twice impeached 92 indictments, and we're supposed to believe the Supreme Court has the best interest of the American people. You know, this is, a, this is a perfect example of a sore loser. They lost the election, but yet now they're four years dragging this country, continuing to rape this country, and getting us to think that it is our fault that we didn't um, bow down to their raping of the election. Because he lost the election. I don't care whether he believed it or not, but him and his traitorous allies on Capitol Hill, they need to start packing up their shit. And um, it's just so sick and sad. Okay, so yesterday, Judge Chuckin in uh, Washington, D.C., rejected trump's lawyers bid to hold special counsel jack smith's team in contempt for actions prosecutors took after the judge put the case on hold you know this brief that trump's attorneys filed holding jack smith um the department of justice's special counsel jack smith who's holding trump's feet to the fire you know it's like what trump is doing in new york city by sitting in that courtroom and continually harassing that rape victim, this is just another way to rape America by filing a brief saying that Jack Smith violated, um, violated some action that he, because he was sending them discovery and they didn't like it. So what did the rapists do? They filed a motion to hold Jack Smith in contempt. And Judge Chuckkin just threw it out, right? She said he had every right to do it. He just needs to ask permission. See, and this is another problem that we're having is that these different courts are giving deference to the rapist, Jack or Donald Trump, and that's a problem. He has been found guilty of raping E. Jean Carroll. And the problem is is that he has a megaphone that he is continuing to brainwash America into thinking that he's not. And in another court, he's continuing to rape the American people because we refuse his um, insanity that he won the election when in fact he didn't. And now we're four years in, waiting um, patiently for a decision that should have been decided on January 7th. You're an insurrectionist. It's called the 14th Amendment, Section 3, and you need to pack your fucking shit and leave. Okay, so the um, latest uh, GOP trader allies filed a brief to the Supreme Court And what they are saying, and this was a brief filed by um, Republican politicians all the way from uh, Mitch McConnell, okay, the lead turtle, turtle fuckface Mitch McConnell, and his traitorous allies, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, and top GOP House leaders, uh, like Speaker of the House Mike Johnson and Majority Leader Steve Scalise. All of these people are traitors, okay? And now they have filed a brief to the Supreme Court, and they are. this is what they're saying, and this is the latest. It says that what does insurrection even mean? So that's their brief to the Supreme Court. Now they're trying to redefine uh, the word insurrection, as if it is some, um, some like uh, unicorn that we've never heard of, and the reason that the insurrection amendment was put in there was because we had traitors in the mist, and now, a hundred years later, we have a coup attempt and a, um, I like the way they say election interference. It's not election interference, it was an insurrection and it was a coup attempt. And they're trying, and 179 Republican politicians urged the court to overturn the Colorado Supreme Court ruling. And they're trying to, you know, they're saying that it's a loose definition of the word insurrection, and that it would allow widespread abuse of section three against any political opponents. Both Trump and Biden partisans could try to disqualify each other under Section 3 in a tit-for-tat retaliation that already has been threatened, the Republicans wrote. So, 179 MAGA cult House, Senate, and Republicans representatives are just wrote a brief to the Supreme Court because, remember, the majority of the Supreme Court are cultists and they're... All conservatives, which is a code word for MAGA cult uh, followers and allies, that they want them to basically rule in their favor. There you go. Raping all the way to the Supreme Court. And, you know, this legal brief um, would be considered like a tool that a rapist used. You know, like when when a rapist rapes someone, they tie their arms with a rope. Or they use a knife or a gun to, to rape. So this legal brief that the GOP maga cult just sent to the Supreme Court is like a gun to, to further their rape. Or a rope to tie the hands of the Americans so that they can continue to rape America. It's the same fucking thing. And, and I'm baffled that people don't see this. And, and this is being allowed to continue, and you want to know why this is allowed to be continued, and the madness that most people feel is because the senators, the GOP megacult senators, and House of Republicans are still on Capitol Hill. I see them every day when I go there. They act as if we're the insurrectionists, and that we are the problem. It's diabolical, and it's really sick, to be quite honest because they don't give a shit about the constitution they've already told us that so what they are doing is basically spitting in our face on the daily by raping us continuing to rape americans because they can't they can't grasp or or comprehend that they lost the election it's it's unbelievable Okay, so the latest raping tool that the GOP MAGA cult has filed is a brief which more than 40 GOP senators and more than 130 House members signed. Among the Republicans who signed the brief are 42 senators, including Mitch McConnell, Turtle Fuckface, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, as well as top House GOP leaders like Speaker of the House Mike Johnson and Majority Leader Steve Scalise. Okay, so those are the rapists that are continuing to use their tools like a gun or a knife or a rope to rape the American people with legal briefs that they're sending to the Supreme Court to further their rape. I mean, it's absolutely insane. So the brief goes on to say that the insurrection um, is loosely defined, and this would allow widespread abuse of Section 3 against political opponents. Both Trump and Biden partisans could try to disqualify each other under Section 3 in a tit-for-tat retaliation that has already been threatened, the Republicans wrote in their brief to the Supreme Court. This is their opposition to the Colorado finding that wants to remove the traitor rapist from the ballot because like, my argument goes on to say that he shouldn't even be a fucking candidate because of the 14th Amendment, Section 3. But see, now this is their, their attempt to continue the rape to get brainwash everyone into thinking that it wasn't an insurrection. Okay? The brief goes on to say, but once engage in is defined so broadly, even significant countervailing evidence can simply be labeled as a ruse. As insufficient or even as an implied recognition and praise of ongoing violence. In large part, the court vaguely defined insurrection by what it isn't, the brief says. I mean, okay, so imagine a rapist is in court and on trial for the rape, and they say, That's not my rope. I didn't use that knife. Of course a criminal is going to say that he didn't do something. This is the equivalency, okay? This is the um, GOP mega cult in a legal brief, in a document, basically saying that the insurrection wasn't what you saw, and, and it's not even really defined. So this is their, the snakes trying to slither their way out of their raping of the American public okay, they go on to say um, the Colorado's decision ignored the role of Congress and used too broad a view of what it means to engage in insurrection, okay, engage in insurrection. Okay, we don't have to call it insurrection. We can call it a rebellion. That's part of the 14th Amendment, or a coup, because that's really what this all was. And um, this reminds me of how soon we easily forget about the, um, the rebellion that Trump um, engaged in early before January 6. And this happened on December 27, 2020, in a call to a Justice, um, Department of Justice, uh, Rosen and Donahue. Okay, And he, on that call, Trump said, and he demanded, and this is an oldie but a goodie, just say the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. And I'm going to say that again because it's an oldie but a goodie. Just say the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. And what he means by leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman is exactly what's happening right now with this legal brief. They're continuing their raping of the American people through a brief. This was part of the conspiracy and the coup d'etat and the rebellion and the insurrection or whatever else you want to call it, okay? It's just, it's unbelievable. Okay, so... um, Anyone viewed as morally complicit could be swept within this vague definition they wrote. And it's just legal jargon because, you know, they're criminal attorneys that are attorneys that are criminals. They're trying to wiggle or slither their way out of this one because that's what criminals do. And unfortunately, the um, 170-plus MAGA cult followers are still on Capitol Hill. And I know I keep saying that, but it's... it's, um, it is, um, it's uneasy to walk the halls of Congress and see these traitors walk into their office and do the things they do and say the things they do. And a perfect example, and I didn't want to mention her name, um, and I'm not going to, but it's like calling um, traitors and insurrectionists hostages that's what you call a tool to continue the rape, okay? So, um, Nikki Haley. I'm not gonna really get into detail about Nikki Haley, but that's not even her real name. Her real name is Niprata Ranhawa, and she's a child of immigrant parents, and they came in from India, And my argument is the reason she couldn't answer that Civil War question and what the reasons were for the Civil War is because she's an Indian and she's from India. And her parents weren't teaching her um, American history. Her parents were teaching her was how to be a uh, mega cult follower and how to move ahead in federal government and then uh, stage a coup. That's Nikki Haley. And she's just another rapist that is continually um, raping the American people by running for president when she doesn't even know what the Civil War was about. Okay, that's that's the lowdown on Nimrada Ranhawa, who uh, Trump calls bird brain and Nimrod, which he's he's right. I'll give I'll give Trump a thumbs up on that one because he's absolutely right. And. You know, I apologize for all the breaks in the session, but once again, you know, I start talking about Trump and my Android device starts going a little haywire. And I kind of know why, because they're trying to screw with my sessions by... Um, by screwing with my sessions. It's really fucked up, but that's really what's happening. And I've been trying to get a hold of Spotify to find out what's going on, but, you know, we're all being watched, which is unfortunate. I know I sound paranoid, but hello, people. Um, okay, so I'm going to wrap things up with the uh, Georgia Rico case and with Fawnie Willis. Um, and I don't normally talk about that case, but it's relevant because the rapist is down there trying to Um, stir up some shit by uh, saying that Fonnie Willis had an affair with one of the prosecutors on the prosecution team. You know what? I'm going to say it once, and this will be the last time. I don't care if Fonnie Willis fucked the entire um, judicial court um, and the football team, the baseball team, the soccer team the tennis team I don't care if she fucked them all it doesn't matter but the reason that this is being brought up is because a person by the name of Ashley Merchant and Michael Roman who worked on Trump's election team they filed this frivolous um, pleading with the court saying we're innocent because Fannie Willis allegedly had an affair with some attorney on the team. See, this is what they do. It's like the Enquirer sensationalism. You know, it's UFOs and space lasers, and all that bullshit to get your get your attention or the narrative away from what really is happening. Right? It's the old adage: just say the election was stolen and rigged, and leave the rest to my Republican senators or republican allies that's really what's happening here ladies and gentlemen and and i always say the gop mega cult on capitol hill and even in the white house because there's still some there too they need to start preparing their allies and the cult followers for when trump the syphilis inflicted um ex-president goes to jail um, because they need to start preparing them for that um, that experience. Because, and, and if I have to hear this one more time about election interference, he shouldn't even be on the fucking ballot. The 14th Amendment, Section 3. But because the courts are all corrupted with Republican allies, we're all being brainwashed to think that he's on the up and up. Because it's a hoax. Why is it a hoax? Because Trump... Has been brainwashing us to think it is, and there lies the conundrum. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and I'm like once again, my session should have been an hour longer, but maybe that's a good thing because I was kind of going off on the tangent. Uh, and I'm gonna leave it uh, there. Um, and I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. And hopefully the appeals courts going to come out with their um, strike down of Trump's um, absolute immunity claim because he is a complete psycho. And I'm going to end it with Trump's latest um, twat. He goes on to say, I've said it once. This is a quote from Trump. I've said it once and I'll say it again a thousand times. Until this ridiculous hoax was revealed to me by the fake news media, I never heard of E. Jean Carroll, okay? Which is a lie. And he never touched her, and it's just like the Russia hoax, and it's everyone's, um, you know, everyone's conspiring against him because they don't like him, and, you know, it's the little boy that cried wolf, and everybody's nuts, and everybody's a fat pig, and everybody is... Um, a traitor. You know, it's funny, he never uses that word, which is strange. And then he ends with um, in quote, in uh, capitalization. Uh, Judge Kaplan knows this and all about the fake trust, but won't let it be revealed broken justice exclamation point. And that's the end of Trump's quote. Um, you know, it's like a rat. When you put a rat in a corner, it's going to bite you. And in this case, it's a syphilis-inflicted rat that is biting at everything and acting crazy because he is crazy. And I say, he's not just crazy, he's a psychopath. And there's, there's the problem, is that he is given a bullhorn And is allowed to go out there and brainwash the American people, whether they follow him or not, he's still out there saying psychopathic things that are put into the ether and put into the consciousness of the American people, which is the most anti-American thing that you can possibly do. It's really sad. But that's where we are, and I'm losing my voice because I've been talking for two hours. Unfortunately, I've only recorded one because, because what's you know, uh, Big Brother is watching. Okay, so everyone have a wonderful weekend, and once again, hopefully, the Appeals Court is going to come out with a decision, strike this down, and we can move forward because there's no such thing as absolute immunity, and especially when the uh, the ex president comes out and says that even if he crosses the line and that's a quote from one of his twats that he should have immunity and and i'm here to say that if you're a good employee you have nothing to worry about right but because we have a corrupted um trader traders in government in their In their employment, in the federal government, we have traitors who don't know how to do their job and they're derelict of their duty. They believe that they should be given immunity. And I say that there's only two solutions, three solutions for this problem. One is incarceration in prison. Two, firing squad. Three, a good old hanging. And that uh, those are the only solutions that the ex-president should be presented. Because according to the Constitution, that's how we deal with treasonous traitors. And I'll leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. And my fellow Americans, have faith. I think if you are on the up and up and following the rules and the laws the way you're supposed to, you got nothing to worry about, right? But when you got a criminal and a rapist trying to rape you, that's a problem. And and the rapist continues to rape Lady Liberty, and that's the problem. Everyone have a wonderful day and let's chat soon, everyone. Bye bye.